Shy Yeti. How are you? Hope you're fine. This is the Shy Yeti show. Okay, where you go? Why have I got horns? Oh no. There's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Good boy. He's not all that shy is right. Shee. Blimey, governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Oh, my goodness. Hello, boy. Oh. Quack, quack, quack. I didn't know how he done it. Excellent. Seven hundred and twelve. She done for the other. She done for the other. Seven hundred one. Hundred one. The gentle. The gentle. Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shy Life podcast with me, Paul the Shyetti. How are you doing? I'm all right. So, what's this episode going to be about? Well, it's another musical episode. And it sees the return of our old friend Adam from Foul Monkeys here again to talk about, uh, well, mostly recent music that we're listening to at the moment. Um, although we're focusing on sort of, I guess, the second half of 2023. We really wanted to do this uh, a little bit earlier than we have done, but because of all my birthday type things and... And Adam's had a busy few months as well, so yeah, we're 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 a little bit behind. But uh, last time he was on the show in the spring of 2023, we spent the episode discussing uh, all sorts of singles that had come out in the early months of the year. But uh, this time, we've also got the Kylie album to discuss, as we're both big fans. But uh, then, yeah, we with through some other tracks uh, as well that we were listening to. So, okay, let's run that theme music. When we come back, Adam will be here. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> keep it rolling, keep it rolling. Yeah, but it's a positive thing, Paul. The Shy Life, the Shy Life. Um, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I have not found out my secret. Yes, he has. I love the Yeti test. It's my favorite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat my body weight in crisps. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all gooey and meaty. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to speak about it. Here comes the grizzly. Hi there. It's the Shy Life Podcast. I can't wait for it to begin. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous book. Oh dear. I can't believe that old bug is still around. Hey, um, Adam, you're back on the show. How are you doing? Oh, well, I'm all right. A little bit cold here in Chicago, but uh, pretty good otherwise. How are you? Oh yeah, it's 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 a little bit cold, but not not to that level. We haven't got snow or anything, but uh, um, but yeah, it's good to have you back because um, it's been well. We 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 talked early ish last. Well, probably about April time. There there've been some songs out in twenty twenty three that we were liking. Um, yes. But we were looking ahead to the the fact that um, Kylie was about to release um, her album in the autumn, which she did. Yes. Um, but um, I suppose we should start there, really. We, we, it means jumping a little bit ahead, and, and I'm sure we want to talk about some of the other music that we liked towards in the second half or, the, or so of, of 2023. But mm-hmm. we really should we really should discuss the main event straight out the door, I think. Um, of course. Um, so, tension. Should we, should we go back to the singles before even the album? Um, do you remember where you were when you first heard Padam Padam? Uh, um, yes. Now, I I was at home and I had she does the little I think with almost every lead single, she's done like that little instrumental snippet, like with a coming soon <laughs> yeah. sort of video, um, which there's been a couple of singles where it's made me nervous. <laughs> um, I recall 
mostly all the lovers when she did it with all the lovers and it was just kind of like the little bit of instrumental before the bridge i got very nervous because i wasn't sure what it was gonna be like and then i ended up mm-hmm. loving it and then she did that for padam mm-hmm. and i also was not a huge fan of just the little instrumental snippet and um yeah I so think, i think it was, i think it might be right uh, to say that maybe i was more enthusiastic about padam padam and and you were more enthusiastic about tension and i was a bit nervous about tension yes but then i were you anywhere unusual? Do you, I find that, I don't know, it might just be me. I, there's some songs I can kind of tell you, oh, yeah, I was there when I first heard it. The yeah. first time I heard that song, I was here. And, and were, you, were you somewhere, it's like it's like, the, it's a bit, it's like the JFK moment, except that not as tragic <laughs> by anything. Um, uh, uh, but do you remember where you were when Badam Badam came out? I Not the first time I heard it, but I remember specifically the first time i heard it in public yeah um which was very exciting for me i'm always excited to hear kylie in public in mm. america mm-hmm. yeah. because it for years it was so rare and it's more and more becoming a thing and there's a uh, a bar or bar slash like nightclub sort of thing very close to my uh house mm. that has alternating kind of like one artist sort of like diva nights every Sunday Mm. and they have an all Kylie night. So it's become more and more prevalent. But anyway, I digress. I live in the Swedish neighborhood of Chicago and there's a big event every um, May. Um, Oh my God. Why am I goodness? Midsummer fest. (laughs) I'm like, it's a Uh horror movie, but uh, they, they have a a midsummer uh, event Mm -hmm. and one of the DJs, they have all of these stages and people perform. Actually, you'd love it. There's an ABBA tribute band and they're very good. Um, yeah. But I heard it out and that was probably the catalyst for me actually starting to love Padam. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can tell you where I was. I was in Euston Station in London because I, because of various aches and pains. I don't go traveling around like I used to, but I had got a weekend plan where I was going to see a friend in Stoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and somebody I'd known for ten years but never met in person, and he'd invited me up. For, we were going to have a big film weekend of watching. We and we did. We watched loads of horror films, and, and he was on the show. But because I was travelling from my parents, so I had to do Salisbury to London, cross London to Euston. I was always travelling around back in the day, but uh, because I hadn't done it so much, I left so much time that I must have arrived at Euston with two hours to spare. But it was mm. really busy, and I, I didn't even go and get a coffee. I just thought, oh, there's a seat. I'm going to sit. Also, didn't the video come out the same day as I'd heard the, the song, yeah. and then the video came out about half an hour before I was actually going to get my train. So I, I, I really was in a situation where I was, could give it my full attention because I just arrived far too early. And, and um, <laughs> so I was sitting in Houston Station and was able to listen to it multiple times and i was able to watch the video on my on my iphone but i was able, you know and uh, that's fine yeah that, that's really stuck with me when kiss me once came out i was in venice i was by myself because of the friend i was going to go with had to cancel so but i i still went so again i had the the whole week or whatever it was four three or four day long weekend um when um kiss me once came out and I could just wander around Venice listening to that um, and really getting into it. Some of the other albums, I couldn't really tell you where I was, what I was doing. Um, that there was no particular special. Like, I remember listening to Fever after I had a breakup and, and listening to that. That was a, a bit of a sort of crutch to leave on yeah. after, after the breakup. So, um, But I couldn't tell you some of the ones in between. Um, but, yeah, it's funny how some some music you just happen to be in a place and it sticks and others, yes. others you couldn't i mean this could be a whole episode but um when, <laughs> when when abba's new material came out i was having a really bad time at work which led to me leaving work in the end and but i kind of almost didn't care what was happening at work which sounds really bad because <laughs> you know responsibilities but right there was new abba material out it's like it was like being covered in stardust any negativity only got so far um, right. because, because um times 
you know, music's like a little talisman. You can sort of like, you know, sorry, bust. You're not going to bum me over now. If you, if you, <laughs> if you, if you come and you hit me, it'll bounce off me today because it's this right. new album, new kind of album. Actually, I'm not going to put that in practice, but who knows? Um, so yeah, Padam Padam did so well over here. Yeah, because it, it came in within the. It was about 23 or 24 or something when it came in, which was mm-hmm. still amazing for. Um, and then it sort of each week it would snake up a bit higher, and then I think it, it got in the top ten, and then maybe yeah. went back a little bit, and then came back in again. Yeah, I, I can't remember when it came back in again, whether it went even higher or whether it just came back in a week, but it was around for such a long time, really. Yeah. I do remember where I was when I listened to the whole album because I was actually uh, I was at the gym and I was messaging you and I basically Mm. it was almost like every song I was um, messaging you about how I felt about it. Not to get too ahead because I know we were going to talk about the singles and Mm. how I felt about tension sort of being more classic Kylie than Padam, um, which is I mean, like growth. It's good that Kylie's doing different things and trying new sounds and and all of that um but tension just felt like a like a classic big kylie single to me but uh yeah i listened to the whole album at the gym and i remember you really loved hold on to now immediately right yeah yeah yeah, i did yeah and i wasn't sold on that and i don't know why in retrospect because now that's possibly my favorite song on the album Mm. Uh, and I was really keen on story as well. Hold on to now and story. Because I was on holiday when it came out, because it was my 50th. Um, I decided to try and go away for a few days, not to a big city because too much. I wanted to go to a small seaside area. Um, and, and it was sort of late sort of late September. So I was hoping the weather was going to be better than it was. And that I think it came out the day we were leaving. So I was, I had again, I had train travel and I had time to listen to it. And I, I was a little bit sort of, underwear or there were some i lo- some tracks i liked far more th- than others i mean tension the single i remember being like i just felt like it, it had arrived from another planet i i still think it's well now i think it's absolutely fantastic but i don't think there's any i, I don't think it's like anything ever yeah. <laughs> i i just think it, it it's just so weird it's such a weird song i like it more than padam padam um oh i, I um i just th- i just think it's just so weird so weird and wonderfully weird and huh. i just i just i remember saying to you it's, it's it was like it, it was it was like being in a sleazy gay bar or something yeah, or, yeah. Or, or a sauna or something i just can't imagine it being played anywhere public it just seemed so weird and yet of course it's been did she play it at the uh at Wall I, she certainly played it live hasn't she but uh, um yeah. but but um yeah now now it's it's, it's it's respectable but when i first heard it i was like it's like so so like you know deviant i don't know it's just weird so weird and yeah uh, See, um, I like I said, I thought it was kind yeah, of a more yeah. classic. Um, kind of, do you know what it reminded me of? Actually, the closest other single I could think of, which is mm. one of my favorites, that it kind of gave me like that sort of. You're right, like kind of like a seedy sort of sexy vibe. Um, uh, what do I have to do? Mm. Mm. I I feel but, uh, similar about that yeah, song. Um, I, I I can't even. Well, as I say, I can't even think what it reminds me. It's still like a little alien song in my, sitting in, yeah. on the side of my. But I mean, both Padam Padam really and and Tension do feel a bit like I don't, I don't know if this is going to work as an analogy. They're the two horns on on the devil's head of of, of Tension. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're they're the two weirdest songs. Uh, they're the two most sort of um, yeah, as, as strangest sort of. Yeah, they're very unconventional pop. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I can't kind of used to that, of course, being Girls Aloud fans, because you've got, with Girls, with Girls Aloud, you've got the really mainstream songs or cover versions, and then you've got just absolutely crazy, cray-cray songs, um, like um, Repeating My Soul or... Um, oh, yes. Or, or B-sides or, or, or just... Um, two different groups really yeah no they're even their singles are very like there's there's never going to be another single i perhaps padam is the closest but like biology (laughs) yeah yeah. is it's like three different songs frankenstein together and it's brilliant Mm, yeah Yeah, i mean back to the album as a whole the version i had had um 
the the extra tracks so yes. i didn't necessarily listen to it in the right order i just pressed play and i think it probably juggled it and, and i know sometimes before now what i think the same happened to me with disco and, and i ended up kind of thinking with, with disco i remember there being tracks that were extra tracks that i thought wow this wasn't i'm surprised this was an extra track i thought this was um right yeah like one of the the main album tracks uh, and um uh, uh, the weird thing is there is still i don't know why but because i listened to it on my with uh, other 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 listening devices are available but i listen to it on prime because that's where i get my music i i never get involved with it. I, I mean i do have spotify and things like that but i don't listen to most of my music on spotify so i don't have those nice end of year lists yeah. i'm sure prime does do versions of them but for some reason because i downloaded it from prime i don't know why but it wasn't showing 10 out of 10 so yes 10 out of 10 that's a thing is sort of i've not fully taken that on board as being part of the album now because it was never part of the I'm more familiar with the deluxe tracks, um, the extra tracks than the than ten out of ten, which was actually part of the album. Um, yes, but I, I don't know why that 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 was downloading like that, or why I, it wasn't available to me. But um, there's got to be some sort of record label thing because, and I thought it was probably just here in the U.S., but um, it's not. It's like grayed out. It's not part of the album on Spotify yeah. in the U.S., but. Um, um, it's the same on Prime. Um, yeah, which is very interesting. I That song I thought was like just all right. I like it yeah. now in the context of the album because I do um, I do listen to it as part of the album now. Um, mm. Because it's – so here's the weird thing. It's mm. part of the album if you look at like the deluxe edition with the bonus tracks on Spotify. But oh, okay. if you look at um, Extension – the you know the remix repackage um it's not on there which i still haven't properly listened to this to extension because i i haven't worked out whether i had access to to that um uh is it is it worth me um i mean i, I at the time i listened to loads of extended mixes of particularly padam padam there were so many mm-hmm. versions and um I think I had versions that I preferred to because eventually after a few weeks she released an extended version and uh, yeah. and I'm not sure that was my preferred extended version because there were so many by then. Um, right. Uh, I, I liked one that was about eight minutes and I think her version is only uh, it's extended but it's not that it's only four or, or, right. or so minutes. But is I it would... worth is it worth me? Um, I would worth, say yes. Yeah. So the weird thing about extension for me is that the weakest extended mixes are Padam and mm. tension. Like mm. the, it's like they rushed those to get them out in time for the singles, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I will say hold on to now's extended mixes is, is really fantastic. Um, mm. And I really like the Vegas high extended mix. You weren't not that sold by that on first listen. Vegas high. I was I not. I was, uh, yeah, I think I said it was one of the ones I I, I like because I think I heard you'd heard snippets of that on the adverts that had been about her going to Vegas yes. before the album was actually out, sort of thing. So I kind of liked the sound of. I wasn't sure if that was just for the advert, and then of course it turned out it was it was from that song, which makes sense. But, yeah, um, that has grown on me. Um, yeah. I think controversial opinion. I don't think people like hands very much, <laughs> and I think. It's partially because she has the like the auto tuned or the uh, the um, manipulated vocals on the on the intro to the song um, from the demo version. It's not her, but uh, I think I can hear her. I think she re-recorded it for the extension um, for the extended mix on extension. I mean, uh, because you can hear her now on the intro, whereas I think in the album version you couldn't. My mum, my mum, the great, uh, <laughs> nearly 80 uh, away, she will be by the time this comes out, um, the great pop uh, reviewer. No, um, I, I sent her, sometimes I send her, you know, one or two modern songs just so she kind of knows what I'm listening to. I don't send her anything, but I sent her, you know, she, she's a, she's a, a neighbor's watcher. So she, she's aware of, of Kylie's mm-hmm. um, work um, to a certain extent. Um, I sent her a story, but she didn't like, how there's some trickery going on with 
with the vocals in, in that. Ah. Like, uh, and I didn't think it was really her singing. It. Oh. Well, that's kind of production techniques. And yes, I still think yes, it it's a really is. good song. Um, but um, uh, one thing I was going to ask you about, because it, it's amazing, it's such a recent album, really, but I haven't probably listened to it for perhaps since October, um, because because. I got busy with my birthday and was doing mm-hmm. stuff and, and I'm, I'm always editing podcasts and um, yeah so, so it, it, it it feels like well you know, I need to get listening to it again because I did have a habit of listening to the ones the tracks that I really liked best of all um, mm-hmm. and there are two tracks now we've got the deluxe edition so I'm quite mm-hmm. familiar with those would love train just imagine and somebody to love mm-hmm. um but um i sort of struggled to to hear um the bonus deluxe edition extra tracks heavenly body and drum i oh, think yeah. i heard one of the two and then maybe i think even one of them i didn't because it kept focusing it towards buying it off kylie's website and and i was like at the time i was kind of like I've got too much other expenditure going on. I'll, I'll wait until it, I mean, it's bound to turn up on YouTube. At least I want to hear it before I buy it, sort of thing. Right, right. Um, but um, did did you get to to hear those ones eventually? I did, I did. Um, and honestly, like I forgot about those. Um, they're not. I don't like them very much, honestly. Like it, it seemed mm. unnecessary. I like. I don't know. I guess. No, I, I couldn't I couldn't pick a favorite out of them because they're they're kind of weak. I like that they're a little bit more experimental. I will say yeah. that. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. I I I don't think uh, we needed them. No, um, of course. Uh, in Shy Charlotte podcast world, um, of course, you'll be aware that um, we I, I was I was I was given tickets and um, miraculously ended up over there. Um, Mm-hmm. went to see her some people said it may not have been there there was some confusion as to whether we actually saw kylie minogue or miley commode uh, mm-hmm. who apparently is a is a very um well um uh well-loved um drag artist version of kylie but personally i i i swear we walked in the right door but uh, um and well, anyway it, it was quite an experience it was quite an experience um I was very, I was so excited. I wouldn't have known the difference. I didn't know the difference. So. Um, well, as long as you had fun. I had fun, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Uh, I mean, we could talk about Kylie all episode, but I feel we ought to dip into some of more of our favourites from 2023. Uh, yes. Unless there's anything that you definitely you still need to say about Kylie before before we move on. No, I will say as I mentioned before, that I'm extremely jealous, whether it was Miley Komoder, Kylie Minogue. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going to, I feel silly being in the U.S. and not being able to go see her in Las Vegas, but it's it's quite pricey, and um, yeah, I don't yeah. know that it would be worth it. I've seen her live already. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, a funny thing, I've been to Vegas three times and yet never been to a show because I, I never really had I think the budget I had for for the time that I had in Vegas would have been blown um, in one go if I'd have just gone to see one show, or, yeah. or unless I'm just presuming the shows are a lot more expensive than they were. And we're, and we're talking, I haven't been since about 2010, but um, but yeah, I mean, I people watched, and more than as my, on my first visit, my friend Nick and I, we, we, we people watched more than we spent money, and we, we sort mm-hmm. of wandered around the shops and sort of did a little bit of Christmas shopping because it was late November, early December. But mm-hmm. uh, um, anyway, I think probably around the time that um, that, that uh, we were talking, I, I was kind of, I was catching up with Tova Lowe from the previous year, you see. So, um, uh-huh. But she did release a couple of, ex- I don't know if they were extra tracks or she released Borderline, mm-hmm. um, which I, I, I enjoyed. But it was all sort of mixed up with the stuff from Dirt Femme, yeah. And there was a lot of Tovalo from the previous year, ending up in my twenty twenty three. Um, because my my, my um, playlist, I, I decided to be to be sort of naughty and just allow anything that was new to me in twenty twenty three, which still meant there was a lot of twenty twenty three, you know, sort of stuff that came out in twenty twenty three. Yes. Things like um, Deep in Vogue featuring Sophie Ellis Baxter was definitely not from twenty twenty three, but that right that. 
Uh, I don't think it was. Or was it? I confused. No. Um, it ended up in my list anyway. Um, it, 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 it's weird, all the sort of, um, um, yeah, the, the, the songs that I was finding last year, partly by you, but also partly because my YouTube began to notice what I was listening to and then started su- suggesting things to me. And I, I feel like I've actually turned the tide a bit and, and, uh, and I actually suggest songs to you. For years, it was you were the you were the one who knew the the new songs, yeah. and and now I'm kind of like, oh, you should tell me about this. I can I can suggest something that that, that maybe I, I don't want to have heard of. But uh, yeah, um, I um I've not 2023 was a very weird year for me personally, and I didn't hmm. listen to very much new music. Um, the one thing that I will say that I listened to probably the most was that feels good by Jesse Ware. Mm, mm. Um, which, which I'm a bit behind on. So I, 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 I don't know why I know this. I know some singles, but I, 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 you're definitely the expert on that one. Um, album wise, certainly. Yeah. Um, it's um honestly, it's, it's possibly my favorite album of 2023. Mm. Uh, that or tension um, would be vying for the top spot, which I, have read quite a few, you know, end of year lists um, from 2023 regarding pop music. And those mm. two are usually neck and neck for, you know, best pop release. Um, and I'd yeah. have to agree. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if, if this is overlapping with anything we talked about last time, but I did um, find myself listening to Ava Max. Yes. She did that ab- album Diamonds and Dance Floors and Sleepwalker and Turn Off the Lights. I particularly, mm-hmm. um, those have ended up in my my playlist that i guess i compare them to something like dragonette the band called tennis that yes. um my my flatmate is very keen on but i i find i find it a bit, I, I it's one of those things where my flatmate often suggests things to me and they don't pass the yeti test but right. i kind of know if they, if they keep trying there will be one and a lot of tennis i was seeing and i was finding the videos a bit disconcerting because I fe- felt they were almost like parodies. Right. Um, she almost looked like she was dressed for a parody sketch on a French and Saunders episode or something. Like that. <laughs> Songs that I heard weren't in any way parody, but she didn't quite look real if, or quite. Right. I don't know. I did. I was finding, I was having trouble, but there was one song by them called let's make a mistake tonight, which I really liked. But um, yeah, it, it's weird. Sometimes you just got to get that song that gets you in. Right. Um, um, I've got Pearls by Jesse Ware on my yes. list, uh, of course. But I've also got people like weird songs. Like uh, I think I watched the Sparks documentary that came out. So mm-hmm. I've got I've got the, the the girl is crying in her latte by Sparks because it's just silly. Um, right. and, and I can't listen to lots of their songs at once but i do appreciate them and i do have sort of i i do love how bizarre they are and they're still being bizarre if they were ever mainstream it was somewhere in the middle or it was somewhere sort of maybe when they were doing the disco stuff in the late 70s but um i don't know and i'm not sure they've ever been um that close to the mainstream uh that's true how much attention did you pay to eurovision i would imagine it would interest you at least i mean i i like i liked the winner um tattoo by Lorene. Um, um yes yeah but i didn't I, I i kind of i can't remember if i just how i heard that song before it was even in the show and then i didn't pay much attention to the sh- the show uh but it was actually on but the, the, that song i really liked uh, yeah it's weird i remember hearing that song and not realizing it was affiliated with eurovision mm. so like yeah. um that did I did kind of it, it, get into Eurovision and, and listen to a couple of things because I was like, oh well, if that's the winner, I probably should pay attention a little yeah. bit. But mm-hmm. um, no, I my thing, and I think this was Eurovision. Um, I really liked in was twenty twenty one maybe twenty twenty two the uh, Daddy Fryer is I think mm-hmm. um, how you might pronounce it. I don't know. I'm um, I don't speak any yeah. Scandinavian languages. Um, but he, the, the band it's, um, think about things was their big song that they did, I think for Eurovision and mm. they had them come back and perform. Um, I think it's a solo guy, maybe with a band and maybe from Iceland. Mm. Regardless, they did a cover of, um, 
Hold Again by Atomic mm. Kitten that I quite mm. like. Um, actually, I've just released an episode where we're talking about, my friend Lee and I are talking about the big hits of 2001. So Hold Again um, featured in that that uh, that year because it was number one in 2001. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, it's all connected. Um, Indeed. Because Lorene had, had won Eurovision before. Is that right? Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think she I think she had about 10 years ago. She certainly entered. If she's not won, she certainly entered. But um, what, but again, sort of YouTube, recom- when I listened to Tattoo, it, it recommended me a single of hers called Neon Lights, which I really liked. Mm. Um, but... Uh, it's difficult to sort of spend the time to um my mind is racing here because there's so much i want to talk about i know we, we're a little bit limited in time but we can always come back and do, do more but even so i still want to get as much in as possible but um yeah obviously where, where's your what's your pleasure by jesse where that's where i come into the story um or at least she comes into anyway <laughs> yeah it's me sound far too grand um but this this year or 2023 year the, the, for some reason, the kill by Jesse Ware ended mm-hmm. up in my list, and I think it's probably one of my when well, it's in the in my list from the year it came out. But I I, I just really needed that. So it's such a great song that 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 the, yes. it, 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 I just needed it in there. But I I was also kind of like I, I can't believe that, that there must be other Jesse Ware songs before What's Your Pleasure because that wasn't like her first album by any means. No. Um, I guess she's kind of sort of changed the sort of or, or the music sort of evolved and I guess What's yes. Your Pleasure is where she really starts doing the sort of pop I like. Um, yes. But I did find one other song, uh, Selfish Love from Glasshouse. Yes. Um, and Because I, I, I went back and I just listened to all of her singles and they weren't certainly weren't passing the Yissey test Im- immediately but something right. about Selfish Love did, uh, did pass the test. Um, I remember when wildest moments came out um because that's off her first album uh Mm. devotion and i quite like that and that was sort of in the in the sort of there were like english soul diva sort of things happening uh it was shortly after adele got big uh duffy um and that sort of like not necessarily retro pop but sort of the 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 sort of like a, a little bit of a 60s sort of soul thing and wildest moments doesn't necessarily fit that but i think it does uh, sit alongside something like chasing pavements mm-hmm. um very well uh but after that i didn't pay a whole lot of t- uh, attention to her because it was m- middle of the road sort of r&b which i can like but it, mm-hmm. nothing really turned me on <laughs> quite until um What's your pleasure so yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that i want to raise for you a few titles um and, and if, if if there's anything that you want, want to want to say or you want or you have one of the 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 return turning stars um of the 80s uh one of my favorites belinda carlisle released a new single big big love yes i did, like that i did yeah i i i'm not sure whether it completely passed the other test but it it ended up in the playlist anyway because it was belinda and it was the first really sort of poppy thing she'd done in a very long time I also listen to quite a lot. Of, do you know anything about Young Blood? Y U N G. Yeah, I I don't know anything. Well, I kind of know a little bit about him, but I don't know. I that's right. Um, I think I heard a song of his called Tissues uh, I, whilst I was playing Fortnite. Now now playing Fortnite, you used to hear songs, but they wouldn't put who who it was. You'd have to get your your app out and and shazam it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's changed. I think you know, when you're driving in Fortnite now and a song comes on, it actually says who it is, which I would have almost thought that was a contractual obligation. But uh, um, Tissues and The Funeral, um, I, I think I find him a bit like a sort of, um, oh, gosh, who did um, uh, like uh, White Wedding? Um, oh, uh, Billy Idol. Yeah, I just fun and um, yeah, I, I, I don't know much about him, though, really. Um I don't either. I only know of him uh, because of you. Again, um, again, you are you are on the forefront uh, <laughs> of pop music, and I am I'm no longer. <laughs> I've, I've I've taken the crowd. <laughs> you have. Oh, no, well, 
but you you made me so <laughs> you made me what i am so i appreciate um, <laughs> all of your assistance and i know that should, the student student has become the teacher that way. it shouldn't be that way around though i'm the elder so you know the older one shouldn't look oh, i don't know pop doesn't work like that does it so um <laughs> there, i've got a few other people like boy genius that i think mm-hmm. um I think my flat one of my, my old flatmates recommended that. the song i did not expect to be in this show or any song by this artist was a song called all you need is greed by shaking stevens oh wow you know, um he just did an album that was just uh not anyway novelty just a it's just as a little bit country a little bit it but it's actually like you can't really fault it and i i, I goes into the list mainly because I really did not expect to be putting a shaking stevens song into the um 2023 playlist um a that new is, you know, a, a new bizarre. track by that is bizarre i didn't know shaking stevens had anything out yeah i mean i'm not somebody i follow but yeah sort of known for like early 80s songs like this old house and well often covers yeah. as well uh it's were, 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 were covers and you know no, uh, and it was sort of topical because it was about greed and politicians being greedy, and you know. Um, hmm, I'll have to listen. I, yeah, it, it's it, it's not my usual type of of, of music, but you know, um, then I didn't expect to have a new song by the Beatles in my in my list either, and I'm not sure that didn't go in slightly sort of honorary <laughs> entry to the. Uh, uh, yeah. There there was more PG rock set stuff. I I I, I think mm-hmm. I was. Re- about the Pegasus rock set stuff um, late last year, but there was um, a particular single called Incognito, which I thought was a really, really good song. And I think Helena Josephson is one of the female vocalists he works with. And I ended yeah. up finding um, an album that she'd done, a solo album, and, and a song called Beauty Love Anything, which was kind of really, again, very different to what she'd been doing with Pegasus, but. Um, yeah, it's it's sort of when you start exploring and and sort of going from going from one act to another, you can find some really interesting um, stuff out yeah. there. Dagny was another one. Oh that, yeah. Um, uh, I had a few songs on my list. Heartbreak in the making. Uh, I love that. I love that song. That had a sample at the start, but it was su- more subtle than some. I also have got. A song by Willow called Curious Furious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she also did a song with Youngblood. So, I mean, this is YouTube doing it sort of, oh, you listen to this, so we might recommend you this. And right. I've got a song by Anastasia in my in my list, which, again, oh. didn't really think would happen. A song called Best Days, very cheesy, but I don't know, something was, something was happening when I listened to it, so I dabbled with the Pet Shop Boys. What did you think of the Pet Shop Boys EP? Um, I, you know, I it wasn't my favorite thing that they've ever done, but um, I thought it wasn't terrible. Um, They're supposed to have got a new album coming out this year. Oh, really? Um, uh, I believe, 2024 year. Um, I think I liked um, I, I Will Fall. Some, uh, I think I liked that. Yeah, I've got that one. I've I got that one in the Lost Room on, on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Blur also came back. Uh, and I was a big Blur fan in the 90s. I did put the track The Narcissist on my list, but I didn't really click with anything else I heard, um, and I haven't really listened to the album. I did listen to some more Ina uh, Olsen tracks and singles, she being the person, of course, who wrote Padam Padam. Right. Um, she was worth, worth exploring, but it does feel that, you know... I sort of try and find two or three tracks, stick them in playlist, uh, and then move on to the next person because there's always more stuff uh, to listen to. Of course, there was Jake Shears' album. I, um, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Voices, of course, with Kylie was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Last Man Dancing, I enjoyed that. There was another Dagny one I liked called Same Again for Love. That was good. The thing is, she didn't seem to make videos for the singles she released, which I, you'd sort of get videos from behind the scenes of a video which never came out and, and you get good huh. like I, I i didn't quite understand it you'd get you'd also get sort of like a good like maybe a really good cover or really catching cover for the single and, and which looked like it came from a video and and unless that's changed it's i don't know what the um, purpose of doing that would be but uh, yeah, yeah um i also spent quite a lot of time well i got listening to um that uh, Bonnie McKee track Slay uh, and getting very oh, yes. excited about that but only mainly because I was unaware that it was a song for, I mean t- 
Toby knew knew the song from ten years ago when it was a demo that was bouncing around the internet. Um, I think right. I, Mike, Mike Simon was probably a little bit um, over egged because to me it was an, 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 a new song. But what what about what about you? Any other songs that really sort of um, sort of in the later half in the second second half of last year that uh, other than the Kylie and um, the things we've mentioned already? Um. I don't remember if we talked about it or not, but um, Chapel Rowan. No, I don't think so. She had a single um, out, and I'm not sure when the single came out, but it was an album that I kind of like forced myself to listen to. That I, I really mm. like the entire album, and I think you might like it. And I swear I would have sent it to you, but uh, the song is called "Super Graphic Ultra Modern Girl." That does vaguely ring a bell. Maybe maybe I listened to it, but I didn't quite pass the Yeti test on first listen. I'm not sure. Well, but yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. Um, I like that a lot. Um. Carly Rae Jepsen had she she tends to come out with companion albums after like a big release. Mm. Um, so I think 2022 she had the loneliest time, um, which had an excellent the title track was a duet with Rufus Wainwright and that's very good. But she had the loveliest time was the companion album, and uh, there's a song on it called uh, Psychedelic Switch that's very mm. good. Um, I was a big I, fan of that. I don't think I've heard it, but I saw that I've seen the title and thought. Oh, I must listen to that because that drew the title drew me in. What yes. about the Sophie Ellis Baxter album? How did you feel about that? Because I I I liked like um the there's the one with the circle in the title um breaking the circle breaking the circle which was the first single but then every single that came out after that i was a bit unmoved by but then i don't know if it was the third or fourth single she released beyond the universe i was back to oh i really really love this one yeah um because i was a bit disappointed by the second maybe in third singles i was i haven't really given the album the time i should is, is have you been able to give it a bit more attention um i did and it's and not my favorite of her more recent releases, but I would agree with you um, that Breaking the Circle got my attention. And then the entire album overall is a very pleasant listen, but it's not necessarily revolutionary. Uh, but I like that. Uh, is it Beyond the Universe? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really like that. Um Beyond that, I don't know. I deep in vogue, I actually believe that was early 2023. So I think oh, I think we can okay. keep that. And I was kind of hoping that she would stay in that vein. And she did um, kind of a really fun track with the uh, latest Robbie Williams project. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, um, I think I may even have that on my list somewhere. Um, which is uh, Lufthouse. Mm. Um, which I remember they had a little bit of a war of words back in the early 2000s. Um, but they quite suit each other. I think the, their voices, um, the song is called immortal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be on my list for sure. I quite like that. Um, I tried to make an effort to listen to some newer stuff, um, throughout the second half of the year. And, um, I do like parts of the Olivia Rodrigo album. I think overall it's one of the better albums of the year. Um, but get him back. Uh, was yeah. one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I got really into that album. That was one of my big favorites. Of, of I didn't really know much about her, really at all. Um, and and I've listened to stuff from the first album and some of the singles, but don't really kind of click with the big the drive is a driving license, uh, which was the one no. that really launched her. But I didn't really get. I like I like the more sort of like Vampire and and Bad Idea, right? Um, I mean. Yes. Some people have compared her rather unfairly to Avril Lavigne, but I think there's more influences on there. I mean, there's a track called uh, Love is Embarrassing, where I'm hearing like obscure punk people that I, I or just, I mean, she does write with somebody who is uh, older yeah. and could, work, could well sort of have know those influences. Uh, uh, I was thinking of um, Lena Lovitch. Um, oh, yeah, um, Lena Lovitch. There, yeah, there, there's. Um, the, the the her big song there's definitely a little bit of that in love is embarrassing and um yeah i know we're, we're running out of, out of time but i just wanted to mention i was very keen on the metric album that definitely goes in my top three uh oh, yeah. form and mm-hmm. and terror too i listened to form and terror which, uh, they released two albums within a year of each other i, I much prefer the, the the one that came out in 2023 there was just a, a, a nice mix of pop um but i've even got um, the Rolling Stones in here. We're talking about the Beatles. Um, the, the first single from their album, Hackney Diamonds, Angry. I just kind of enjoyed that. If it's a good song, I'd rather listen to 
okay, I listen to the new Rolling Stones rather than listening to an old Rolling Stones song. Um, right. It's kind of nice to hear something that, you know, Angry is quite a loud, a noisy track and quite quite an angry track. Um, and I kind of, I've uh, been reliably informed that that album, Acne Diamonds, is pretty fun and Lady Gaga's on it and um, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's a sort of worth hearing. Yeah, um, I, um, I didn't, listen to it at all i heard the the single with gaga and i was like this is fine it sounds exactly what you'd think rolling stones and gaga would sound like it's nothing <laughs> revolutionary um you know does what it says on the tin as they say yeah. but speaking of uh before we do wrap it up one of the like not necessarily a comeback because i think they consistently have produced music uh, but one of the older bands that had a new album that i really liked actually was duran duran i like dance mm. macabre Yes, yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, very briefly, three or four more, but not in any great detail. Uh, another of my favourites this year was Susanna Hoff's uh, cover album, uh, which I, I really enjoyed. And I listened back to the original, um, it's called The Deep End, and she was covering people like Squeeze, she was covering modern people, older people, mm-hmm. and, and I listened. I would often listen to the original and think, no, I think she's improved it, which is rare with... But then she is the the the, the master or mistress of, of cover versions. Um, yes, with Matthew yeah, Sweet she, usually. She, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, there were a few weird songs like uh, Kate Pearson did a single called "Every Day Is Halloween," yes. which uh, was fun. I went to my first live gig in a long time uh, and saw uh, an indie band I like called Teenage Fan Club. They had a new album out, but I was oh, yeah. rediscovered some of their older stuff went back um i discovered a track by blue oyster cult called godzilla which is oh. uh, you know 101 years old but um i think again that just popped up and i thought well i'll listen to this and, and, uh, because it's called godzilla um and um that was fun you know what's um, funny i also discovered a blue oyster called song in 2023 out of <laughs> nowhere um yeah. also because it had an interesting title uh joan yeah. crawford okay yeah, I have to listen to that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I only really knew one Blue Oyster Cult song before this, but um, uh, I listened to a bit of that uh, Surgeon Stevens album that everyone was javelin that everyone was talking about. But it's a little bit. Sometimes he's great, but he's a little bit too quiet for me at times. But I do like the track "Will Anybody Ever Love Me," um, and I kind of almost decided, well, that's the track I like from this. Let's move on. Um, oh, of course, there was the Veronicas. Um, they had some new tracks out. Perfect. I like that. I also liked Cruising on My Own and Seeing Stars, which they did as a sort of solo project. Um, in fact, Cruising on My Own reminded me a bit of Girls Aloud. Um, oh, yeah. I'd, although other people sort of said no. And I was like, it does sound a bit like, or oh, I can imagine Girls Aloud singing maybe that way around. Um, yeah. I was a bit disappointed by the Dua Lipa single Houdini. I didn't. I didn't Same. hate it, but it was just a bit, oh, okay. First song for potential album. I didn't like that or uh, Dance the Night. No, I didn't even, I mean, I've, I've put Houdini in my list, but I didn't like Dance the Night even enough to do that. But I, I'm, I'm already listening to new stuff in 2024, but we'll save that for next time. The last song I'll, I'll mention before we have to say goodbye. I was watching Top of the Pops. They did a, like a New Year special or, or a Christmas Day um, special of of songs and it was a bit different it wasn't all studio band that they were cutting from sub like Glastonbury to a, a, mm-hmm. a Jules Holland clip to a maybe something they had and um there was a particularly good sort of almost acoustic version of Windows by Take That and and I, I, I'm not a massive Take That fan but um uh-huh. now and again I'm much more of a Robbie Williams fan than I am a Take That fan and yeah now and again I think this is like a Coldplay song or something or 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 that or they all you know or or a Travis song, or or right. a, um, this sh- they should be taken seriously as those people now. It's almost like the boy band history is such a long time ago now. There, there's there's more there's more to them than that. Um, right. Uh, and Windows is very sort of 70s, sort of bread, sort of that sort of almost cl- yes. classic pop. Um, but I listened to a couple of other tracks. And no, not for me. So it'll be that will be the take that song that I of 2023 for me. And, and um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I'm looking forward to 
2024. I'm not really sure what I'm looking forward to particularly. I don't know if there's anything you know about that's due out, mm. but uh, other than the hearing that you know, the Pet Shop Boys and everything. But uh, um, uh, I will say I'm not a huge Ariana Grande fan, but I really mm. like her new single, so I am looking forward a bit to seeing what she does in 2024. I had a little listen to that because people were talking about it on one of the pop forums I was on and um, did, didn't get it like on for first listen. But again, sometimes I'm listening to stuff and I, I haven't, I've got five minutes, I've got to listen to it and, and I've got to be out the door sort of thing. So it, it's not yeah. the best, t- best time and need to maybe come back and listen again. But I'm yeah. not that familiar with a lot of Ariana Grande, to be honest. Um, I, I think I need to give her more time. But anyway, I know we're running out of of, of time, um, yes. so I hope you'll you'll come back perhaps um, you know sort of April May time when we can start talking about some song, songs that have come out um, in yeah. in twenty four in twenty twenty four, and um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, we will speak to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you, you soon. See. Well, listeners, that's about all we've got time for. Thank you again to Adam for making time to speak to me. He's got two jobs at the moment and all sorts of other things going on. As I said to him, we could have um, spoken for a lot longer. But uh, what we will do is hopefully speak to him in three or four months, uh, a little bit further down the year, and then we can start talking about the music we've been listening to this year so far. We never really got a chance to discuss vinyl this time because Adam is a big um, fan of vinyl. Um, I don't know if he's been buying as much. I certainly haven't. Uh, just well, partly because in lockdown, I went really sort of um, uh, super intense <laughs> buying loads of vinyl, partly because we were all sort of <laughs> stuck inside a lot of the time. And um, I discovered eBay and also discovered um, friends who uh, had businesses selling vinyl. And, and I did buy a lot. My only trouble is that I haven't had time to play a lot of them. And I've still got a lot that may not even be opened. Um, I think I bought a couple of things last year. I, I definitely bought the Kylie album on vinyl. And and I think I bought a Shakespeare's Sister one on vinyl. Well, that might have even been the year before. And I still haven't opened it, you see. The, the problem with my record player was that when I had a portable record player, I could have it by my side um, whilst I was editing, say, in the living room, and then I could just pack it away neatly. Unfortunately, it couldn't cope with a lot of the vinyl, the, certainly the newer vinyl, it struggled with. So I got a better record player, which now I'm only able to play in my bedroom, and really, I spend very little time in my bedroom. What, what I really need to do is have the record player set up in the front room, but I don't see that happening either. So um, I have thought about using my portable uh, again, uh, but uh, it does limit me to which of the albums I can play, but I don't know. Oh, all the best intentions, eh? Anyway, I've waffled long enough. That is all we've got time for. Um, I think Yeti Uncle John and Cromarty will, will be here in a minute to, uh, um, I don't know, they've apparently, they want to tell me about some of the uh, uh, uh bands that they have been listening to in 2023 so so i'm going to give them that opportunity uh so yeah thanks again to adam um we look forward to having him back again soon we've got plenty of episodes in the can and we have well we have so many episodes to share with you so i'll stop talking and i'll get editing all right okay you take care bye for now bye bye Promising, yes, Uncle John. Um, what are what are some of the bands that you've been listening to in 2023, uh, or, or, or or even 2024? Well, Paul, we're going to stick to 2023 because uh, that's what your episode was about. But I'm sure by the time that uh, uh, you know you speak to Adam again, we'll have some new names for you. Uh, good, good. 
So, uh, um, where do you want to start? Well, Paul, um, what we will say is that some of these bands you may not have heard of. They're, they're very obscure. Oh, really? Wow. Um, like, like what? Well, one of my favourite albums of the year was called Do Giraffes Cry Tall Tears by the uh, Jangle Bells. Do Giraffes Cry Tall Tears by the Jangle Bells. I really don't know this band. What sort of, what sort of style music do they play? Well, they're from uh, New Zealand. They're uh, uh, a, um, well, I guess you could call them a beat combo. Uh, but, you know, with a sort of 2023 twist. Uh, it's their sixth album. I don't think they released any singles off it. Um, oh, oh, boy, Yeti Uncle John, they did. There was one, the track, um, You Never Call Your Mother. Oh, yes, yes, Property, You Never Call Your Mother. I do, I always call her. Oh, yes, you're very funny. Uh, uh, yes, sorry, I forgot that being a single, yeah. But they are much more of an album band. Oh, really? Okay, well, I'll I'll check out that track. And that's a catchy name for the album. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. What else can you recommend? Well, um, well, I'm a big fan of Violent Snowmen. Violent Snowmen? Wow, that's a, that's a name I've not heard. Yes, yeah, Violent Snowmen. I followed them for many years. They're sort of a fusion of classical, hip-hop, um, and uh, trip-pop, and uh, clutter, uh, bip-bop-pop. Oh, oh, I, I don't know some of those later ones, but uh, gosh, that that's that's an interesting mix. Yes, uh, their latest album is uh, called "Drowning Not Waving." Oh, right, and uh, yeah, I mean it's mainly instrumentals with a little bit of occasional sort. Of, I think you'd like it some of it because it's almost poetry. Oh, okay. And I've never heard of Violent Snowmen. How long have they been around? Oh, 20 years, probably. Really? Gosh, I'm going to have to check these out. Um, you seem to have been exploring a lot of music that I'm just not aware of. But, and I, but I guess I am sort of very stuck in um, to sort of pop and, and rock and stuff. Uh, Yeti Uncle John, what would be your other choice? Well, uh, God, you're asking me to choose here. Um, I'm very keen on a girl band called Snakes Are Snaky. Snakes Are Snaky? That's a weird name for, uh, for, for, for uh, a band. Well, yeah, but it kind of uh, links back to their debut single, uh, which isn't this album. Well, not the album that I'm going to be talking about. This is the previous album. Yeah, their first single was called Snakes Are Snaky. It was part of a sort of dance they did, a very snaky dance. And a girl band, you say? Yeah, yeah. So sort of poppy, rap, R and B, uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, pretty much pop. I think uh, I think you might like them. Um, and from well, I know I never asked about uh, Violent Snowmen, where they were from, Cromarty. Oh, they're British, British, yes, yes. And what about Snakes or Snaky? Uh, from uh, from Sweden. Oh, that makes sense. Swedes are great with pop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so the album that came out in twenty twenty three was called X Y Z. And um, the the single, the lead single, was called "Alphabet of Love." Alphabet of Love. Uh, so I can see, I can see how, yeah, um, that would go with the album title as well. Yeah, yeah, Alphabet of Love. Um, very catchy, very catchy. You like that one, didn't you, Cromarty? I did. I like Snakes and Sneaky. I had their first album, CBA. CBA. Now going backwards. To, uh, that they they do like their alphabet titles. Yes, yes. Well, uh, uh, I mean, look at that Adele. She names her albums after how old she was when they came out, or something. Yes, I think that's right. Okay, so Violent Snowmen, Snakes are Snaky, um, and uh, the other band. Uh, sorry, I should. Have, I'm gonna have to write all these down. Yes, you jolly well will. Um, so sorry, Cromarty. What was your second choice? Where it's a band called Faking a Smile, and um, the album is called Dead Angels. Faking a Smile, Dead Angels. Don't know this band either. And they're from where? Uh, they're American. Okay. Um, and what sort of music? Well, I guess... I guess I'd say a little bit Avril Lavigne, a little bit um, Blondie. 
But you know, um, you know how Blondie, they were pop, but they were also sort of rock, or at least rocky pop. Rocky pop, yes. Um, and uh, female, male, mixed. Uh, there's a, a, a female vocalist, but um, male backing singers. Uh, there's a, a guy on keyboards, a couple of girls on guitar. Yeah, there must be about seven or eight of them in the band. Wow. How have I not heard of these bands? Um, faking a smile. Um, any f um, titles of songs I should take note of? Well, I, I like the first single was good. Um, it's called Debutante. Um, that, 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 that was good. But personally, I like the second single, which was called Really Rather Naive. Oh, yes, I like that one. Really Rather Naive. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I presume these singles weren't um, big hits. No, no. I don't think any of the bands we've been talking about have been like chart fodder. No, well, I, I guess that happens a lot these days. There is a third single due out, but uh, um, I don't know. It's one of my favourite tracks on the album. It's called "He'll Believe Anything." He'll believe anything. Yes, yes, I like that one as well. Huh? He'll believe anything. Okay. Well, I'm going to note these down. When I edit this episode, I'll note all these songs down uh, and I'll, uh, yeah, uh, really rather naive, was it? And he'll believe anything. Okay, I'll note them down. Well, um, I'd better go. Uh, thanks, guys. Um, we were slightly underrunning because uh, Adam had to get to work. So, uh, yeah, it's been really helpful to have a little bit of extra material with you guys and, and learning new bands. I mean, uh, Adam and I know a lot of music, but... There's always more. There's always more to know. And perhaps we are a little bit uh, trapped within the genres that we, we like. So, yeah, I'll check those bands out. So thanks again. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll speak to you again um, uh, another time, hopefully. Oh, thank you, Paul. Yes, I hope you enjoy listening to uh, some of these bands. Yes, Paul, I hope, you, I hope you like them. I'm sure I will. Thanks again. Speak to you later. Goodbye, 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 it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. That is so Korean, Joe Mega. You're a man of culture as well. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. You actually fell for it. Even when you said the song titles were really rather naive and uh, he'll believe anything. Oh, yes, I know. Oh, I feel cool, but uh, well, it was fun making up those uh, band names and singles with you. It was. It was funny. <laughs> I enjoyed doing that, Crumpety. I must say, it's, uh, oh, I haven't had such a, a giggle coming up with uh, you know, bad names and <laughs> snake, snakes are snaky. <laughs> oh, yes. And faking a smile. <laughs> they all sound, um, you know, uh, quite uh, authentic, I think. Yeah, maybe we should start a band. Oh, I don't know about that. You definitely can't sing, and, and I can't play an instrument for toffee. Well, I don't know. I've heard you singing in the shower. Have you? I didn't know that. Uh, I think we've done quite well. We've had to uh, do singing on the Shy Life podcast before now. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, snakes are snaky. Faking a smile. I, all the names running through my brain. Going to have to write them. Going to have to note them down when I do the editing. Uh, um, really quite naive. That was a single. Well, that was the... Um,
That was the fake. Was that faking a smile? And he'll believe anything. Uh, they're good song titles. I hope the lyrics are good. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, what was that other one? Oh gosh, I can't remember anything these days. Um, uh, 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 A B C no C B A uh, X Y Z. Oh gosh, <laughs> exciting, exciting. Lots of new music to listen to. Oh dear, oh dear. Wait till he realises. Oh dear. I, 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 I think um, we just have to um, hide that day. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, you dear Uncle John. We did a bad thing. We were very, very bad. <laughs> You know, when I listen to the Shy Life podcast, it makes me want to big fries all day long. I don't know why. <laughs> no, no, no. Paul's a great guy. Great guy. Yeesh. I hope that Shy Yeti bathed today. <laughs> That's all I can say. Okay, back up everybody. Nothing to see here. It's just another episode of the Shy Life Podcast. 701. Et voilà.